Today's daf is daf Chavbeis. We're told at, we're at the top of Chavbeis Amid Aleph. Itmar, it was stated, Kara Vashana, if a person learned, uh, Tanakh, Vashana, he learned Mishnayas, but Loishimish Talmud Chachamim, but he did not serve Talmud Chachamim. Rashi learned yesterday that that means that he did not study Gemara. He did not get a Mahalach, a Derech in his learning from the study of, of, of Gemara. And that means that he did not appropriately analyze the Mishnais. Mishnais is the basis, that's Torah Baal Peh. And that's what we use to pass in Halacha, but it's only when you have the appropriate analysis and knowing how to use the Mishnais is it appropriate to pass in Halacha from Mishnais. So somebody who did not get that appropriate derech because he wasn't Mishamish Talmud Chachamim, so therefore all he did was he learned Psukim and he learned Mishnais, so he says, that's got a status of an Amaharat. An Amaharat has a halachic status, not just a pejorative. It's a, you know, you, that, that he's, for laws of Tum and Tahara, he cannot be trusted, that the things that he comes into contact with are considered to be Tomei. So he has a status of an Amaharat. So Shmuel Bar Nachmeni Amar, Hareza Bur, he actually takes it to the next level. Somebody did not study Gemara that also not only impacts on his knowledge, on his intellectual prowess, but also affects his midos. And bur means that he's a, literally a, a bur. He's considered to be not only impact, impacting himself halachically in terms of uh, for, uh, his, his knowledge base, but his midos are, are, are corrupt. Rabbi Omar Kuti, he takes it to the next level. A Kuti, they're certain you're not allowed to eat his bread, you're not allowed to drink his wine. So he says, this fellow has to be dealt with on, 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 on such a, on such a level. And Rav Achabar Yaakov Amahareza Magush. Magush is a Magai, that's the, it was a, a, a group of priests in the, in, in, that lived in Persia that used to, uh, use, uh, use sorcery to, uh, to scare people. And uh, so th- this fellow also, he has the outer trappings, he's a deceiver. He looks like a Talmud Chacham, he can quote Psukim, he can quote Mishnayas, but he doesn't have the inner workings of uh, the, the basis of being a Talmud Chacham because he never was Mishamish Talmud Chachamim. So he's a deceiver, he's like a Magush. They, 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 uh, the sorcery they use to involve deception. Who compares them to a to a magush seems to be the correct way. Based on ancient people say that rotten magusha magusha they make incantations they they make spells for they my amar they themselves don't even know what it is they're saying. They're deceiving others with with tools that they themselves don't understand. And Tani uh, and, and uh, Tana and this person who recites the Mishnayas also says over oh, teachings for Lo Yada and does not know what it is that he is saying. The Yada my Amar. Tana learned in a Aretz. What's considered to be an Amaretz that halachically defines a person as an Amaretz? Number one, Rashi learns, that means that he doesn't do it, he doesn't even know how to do it. Someone does not have the basic knowledge of how to say Krishna in the morning and the evening, he's got the status labeled it an Amaretz. That somebody who doesn't wear tefillin, someone does not attach stitches to his clothing. Someone has 
sons and does not teach them Torah, does not educate his children, he is considered to be an Amaharetz. Acherim, others Omrim, Afilu Zehu It's referring to, like we said before, somebody that studies, he already takes the leap, he studies Psukim, he does Mishnayas. But he doesn't take the next uh, step uh, in terms of learning the, how to analyze the Mishnayas uh, uh, and, and reconcile them and figure out who the authors are and, and, and developing the critical thinking to understanding them uh, and, and, and be able to come out with a halachic level, which is the Shimush Tamir Chachamim. That is what is considered to be Nama Aretz. Alright? Continues. Kara, let's say all he did was psukim, the loishan, if he didn't even learn Mishnayas, so then it's even then harayza bur. According to, <coughs> we had a machlok before, what, uh, one opinion said, Kara vashana is considered, uh, uh, shimesh. This opinion holds Kara veloshana harayza bur. It's considered to be a bur, that means he's lacking not only his intellect, but also in his midos. Lo kara veloshana, if a person never learned anything, he never learned psukim, he never learned mishnayas, and kosher he never learned Concerning this type of person, the post says, I will seed in the, in, in the Jewish people, and in the household of Yehuda, they will have this, the seed of man, and the seed of animals. The way Rashi explains elsewhere is it means the seed of man means that those who are going to become the Tabit Chachamim, and the seed of animals, that's going to be the Amaratzim. But you see that they're referred to as. Uh, those are the complete, not even more, those are the ones that never learned at all, they're considered to mamash like behemoth. Okay, the one of the sites of Pasuk, I believe it's from Mishli, but it's referring to the, uh, uh, the part of the last will and testament that Shlomo Melech was giving over to his son Rechavam. Rechavam took over after him. And he said, Yeres Hashem Beni, fear Hashem my son, Umelech, and also the Malchus, you should fear the monarchy. Now the simple shot means with those who vacillate, those who keep changing their position, politicians. Don't hang around with politicians. People that keep changing their positions are people you don't want to be around. So Amr of Yitzchak, he says that's not what Shonim means. It's those who, 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 who study or teach halacha. Don't hang around people that study and teach halacha. Now what's so bad about them? We'll see in a moment. So when it says pshita shonim means something to do with ta- studying or teaching, because if it meant those who vacillate, so then it would have said mishanim, those who, who change their position. So the fact that shonim must be, it means those who study. That's what it means. We'll see exactly what's the problem with hanging out with people that study. When it says like this, no. The reason was not so pshita, because you could say what means shonim comes, uh, the word uh, shona is to repeat. So that could be referring to, you might have thought Shlomo Melech was not saying anything about hanging out with people that study. We'll see again what type of study it means. But maybe you're telling them to stay away. You're right. It doesn't mean vacillate, because then it was at Mishanim. But what it means is, people that repeat. What does it mean they repeat? They repeat Averas. They go do Averas multiple times. Like Rav Huna says, in fact, there's a number of different Masechtas. If a person violates an Aveira one time, and then he does it again, in his mind, 
he has figured out a way why it is permissible for him to do. That's how people, people don't want to see themselves as evil. So they rationalize why they do certain things. So if a person's done an Avera already a multiple times, it means he's rationalized why in his mind it's not wrong. Rabbi Solanter says, the, Bala, the head of the, Bala, the Muslim movement, he says when he does it three times, it's become for him a mitzvah. The, the, the rationalization is not only that it's permissible for me to do, he's already figured out a way why it's a mitzvah for him to do it. But anyway, that you might have thought it means don't hang out with those kind of people. That's why we say it means, shonen means that it's, uh, that, that it's ones that, that, that study, you know, what, or, or teach. Now, we're going to see from the Gemara later on what it means is, again, we're talking about the people that have not learned Gemara. So they're all shown in from the Mishnah. They pask in Halacha, all the level they, they've done is they've learned Chumash, they've learned Mishnah, they look like they tell Chachamim, but they don't have the capacity to have the analysis that's correct so they deceive people because really what they don't know is without any depth, without any ability to know whether or not what they're saying is correct. Those are the kind of people that you should not hang out with. That's what Shlomo was telling his son Rechavan. Someone says like this, so therefore you might have thought what it means, people that repeat Averis, Kamash Malan, that's not what it means. Tana Ulunta Nebraisa, HaTanoyim Evala HaOlam. Now we know the word Tana means that the, the, the scholars that lived in the times of the Mishnah. Here it's referring to as a pejorative, it means those who only learn Mishnah and don't understand the analysis of Mishnah. HaTanoyim Evala HaOlam, they destroy the world. How can people that learn Mishnayas be destroyers of the world? That's not, a person who studies Mishnayas destroys the world. No, it means, so in some Vala Olam Sagadai, is that what you really think it means? Sam Ravina, Shemorin Halacha, Mitov Mishnosa. It means no, that they try Paskin from their low level learning, learning the Mishnayas, they try Paskin Halacha. If you only know the Mishnah and you don't have the analysis, very often the Mishnah is Chisurim Mechsa, their piece is missing. That they're, sometimes it's not according to the Halacha. Sometimes it's contrary predictions that have to be reconciled that, uh, and, 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 and you have to say it's talking about a certain okimt in a certain way so therefore you can't just look at a mission and pass an halacha that destroys the world you come out with the wrong halacha we learned in a brayser I'm Rabbi Yeshua are people who study Mishnah destroys the world how do you call them destroys the world someone says no aren't people that study Mishnah which means that that's the basis for halacha isn't the study of halacha really considered to be mevala people that settle the world that, that build the world like we say in the, in, in the davening we say uh, the, path, the path of the world are his the person who studies every day he has the path of the world no, what it means is Shemor Nalacha Mitok Mishnah. It means Paskin Nalacha from their Mishnah without having learned Gemara. That's what we're referring to. Those are people that destroy the world. That's the kind of people that Shlomo Mel told Rechavim not to hang out. Let's go weiter. The Mishnah gave a list of those that destroy the world. One of them was considered to be an Isha Prusha, a woman that is Prusha, that is an ascetic means that she separates herself from the physical things of this world, right? So, uh, so that's considered to be a bad thing. That's not considered to be a good thing for the world. Now, the Gemara brings down a brisa that's going to be discussing similar concepts. San Rabbanu, we learned in a brisa, Vesulat Tzvayonis, a maiden, an unmarried woman that davens all the time. Right? We'll see exactly what's so wrong with that. Almana Shavavis, or an over social uh, Almana, a woman that has no husband, has passed away, and she is uh, overly gregarious, too social, right? 
The word Shobab usually means misbehaves, but it means that she, she's got too, she's got too many friends. Right, but cotton shlokalu chadoshav and a, a, a young child that has not had usually means that he was born not having reached his nine months. We'll see what it means here, somewhat different. But hare elu bevala elam. These people destroy the world. Right, Fragging more. Let's go through this. There's three categories. Let's go through one at a time. So the Aini, you're telling me that a young woman or that a, a, a maiden, a, an unmarried woman that prays. Or a, uh, an almana, a widow that, that is too, uh, social is considered to be a, 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 a destroyer of the world. Any, is this so? We can learn We can learn fear of sin from a certain maiden. And you can learn the way to receive reward from a certain almana. Yerashchet, we learn from the Besula, that's, uh, that was in the time of Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yechanan Shama, he heard, he overheard once, Lahu Besula, a certain unmarried woman, Denopla Apa, that she did Tachnun. She was in the middle of saying Tachnun. Tachnun is a very powerful prayer. People get answered for the things that they ask for during Tachnun. The Ka'amar Ebanisha she said, Master of the Universe, Barasa Gan Eden, you created a path that leads a person to Gan Eden. Barasa Gehenim, you lead a, created a path that leads a person to Gehenim. Barasa Tzadikim, you created the righteous. That uh, means that you gave the potential for people to be righteous. Barasa Rishonim, you gave the potential for people to be Rishonim. Ye Ratzam Ufanecha, it should be your will before you. Shalei Kashlu be B'nei Adam, that people see that I'm not married. I don't want my, because of my status, people to come to sin over me, and therefore, don't let them stumble over me, uh, and, and, that, and that's what she davened, and Yochanan was very impressed, and says, you see, as high level of Yerushchei, not only is she afraid of her own sin, but she's afraid of causing other people to sin, so you see, the tefillahs of an unmarried woman is a very high level, how do we say that it's, this, that it's destroyers of the world? And we see Kibul Schar, and you can see the way to receive reward we could learn from an almana, from a woman that was a widow. Where do we see Dahi almana, a certain widow, in her neighborhood, wherever this widow lived, there was a shul. But nevertheless, she would leave, she would not go daven in that shul. She would skip the shul and go daven at a further place in the base medrash of Rabbi Yochanan. So Amalos, so one time he asked her, Biti, my daughter, is there not a shul in your neighborhood? So why are you schlepping all the way here to daven? So Amalos, she said, Rebbe, are you trying to take away the scarpsius? Scarpsius means every footstep that a person takes to go to shul, you get rewarded for. And therefore it's brought down the halacha. It's better to daven sometimes at a further shul than the one that's right next door because you get reward for every footstep you take going to shul. So don't uh, take away from me the scarpsius. I'd rather get reward of davening at the, at, at the further base medrash than at the closer shul. So you see, the bottom line is, we see that there, you can learn uh, how to daven from the, uh, from, from the maiden and you can see the reward people should have the, from, uh, the way people should understand from, from, from the, from the, from the almana. So how do we say that, that statement before that, uh, that a, a, that a, uh, uh, that from a almana and a basula, that, that, that they destroyers of the world. Right? I guess you're going, going around, walking, uh, it was considered like an act of being over your social. Why are you not just going right next door and, 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 up, and, and going, walking through the neighborhood?
Tomorrow says like this, is that you're right. Not every tefillah of an almana and not every tefillah uh, of, 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 of a sula, not every almana that shows that she's going through the neighborhood is necessarily a bad thing. In fact, it could be a good thing. What, what, when we made the statement, the brisa, that the besula tzlayonis and the almana shavavis destroy the world, it's referring to kikamar kagoyen yochni bas retivi. We're talking about a situation of yochni bas retivi. What was yochni bas retivi? So the, the uh, Rashi brings down, if they look at the first wide line, and the Rashi, Yochni Bas Ritivi, he says there was an Almana Machashefa, there's an Almana who was a sorceress, a Haisa. Ukashemegia Eis Leida, when a, uh, a time for a woman to give birth, Isha Haisa, Leida's Isha, the time for a, a woman to give birth, Haisa Otseres Rachma Ben Machashefus. She had some kind of incantation, some kind of spell that would uh, cause the woman's womb to narrow, and she wasn't able to give birth at that time. After this woman had tremendous pains, she used to show up and say to the woman, Let me go and pray on your behalf. Maybe my prayers will be accepted. For leches, and she would go home. For and she would break the spell that she had made. For havlad yotze, and the, then the fetus would emerge, and they would give her credit as being this very high-level uh, spiritual woman that her prayers are being answered, not realizing she was deceiving them. Basically, this is a deceiver. Pam Achas, one time, she had this day worker who was doing work in her house, this, this sorceress. She had gone to the house of a woman that was giving birth. And the worker heard, he heard the, the incantation, the, the witch, the, the sorcery was making noise within a vessel. Similar to the way a, a fetus uh, thrashes around in the mother's womb. He opened up the seal of the vessel. And the, the, the spell uh, escaped from the vessel. And at that time, the child was born. And they figured out from what's going on over here that she's not really a righteous woman. She's a sorceress and the shtick that she's pulling. And they figured out that she is a sorceress. So when we made the statement that the prayers of a a maiden or or a widow that is 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 too uh, social, we were talking about this type of situation where they're uh, portraying themselves as someone that they're not. They're deceiving. Then it destroys the world. But otherwise, the shem shemayim, obviously, they could be the right. The prayers of the the uh, the maidens and the widows could be very righteous. Could be uh, could be a, a very very uh, uh, helpful for the world. Let's go on. All right. Um, <clears throat> uh, where's the place? We said that a child that does not reach his, uh, his full development also destroys the world. What is that referencing? So Mara says, Hacha, over here in Bavel, Targumath explained it, Zetam Chacham, Amavid Barabosa. It's a, 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 a young Talmud Chacham that rebels, 
Again, he thinks he knows more than his teachers. So the, because of that, he's not going to live out his life. He's not going to live to come to full, full life. Therefore, he's called Lokalu Chadosha. He hasn't reached his full months. He's going to die because he thinks he's smarter than his teachers and he rebels against them. Right? Rabbi Abba Amar Zne Talmud Shalagir Lahara. It's talking about a, 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 a Talmud is still a student. But he passed in halacha. He thinks he knows enough to pass in halacha. That's considered also lokal chadoshav. He will not live out his life. So I'm Rabbi Avo, I'm Rabuna, I'm Rav. My Rav what is meant by the Gemara? Rav Moshe finds the as the Chonzar Glavrocha in his Akdama to the uh, to, to, to his his sefer halacha. Dark the Igres Moshe to the Igres Moshe. He brings down this Gemara, how, why he was nervous not to, to, to put down halacha, and, but he quotes this Gemara, why he feels it's the right time to put in writing his Tiske halacha. It says, Kirabim halalim hipilom. So about actually an Isha Zara, uh, an estranged woman, that many, uh, corpses have fallen because of her. Va'atsumim kol harugeha, and he, and the powerful, among the powerful of those that she has, she has, she has, she has, uh, 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 killed. What is the Shad Naposik? Kirabim Chalem Epila. The Loshan Epila comes to Ashes, the Loshan of Nafil. Someone is underdeveloped. Zetam Chacham Shalegila That a person paskins is not ready to paskin is like a Nafil, like a miscarriage. So therefore, that causes many people to die. On the other hand, Atsumim comes also to be Otsum Enov. Someone who restrains themselves, holds back, also causes uh, much, much damage and causes the powerful to die. That you have a Talmud Chacham that has reached the age, uh, uh, the, the, the level of development where he's able to paskin and he doesn't paskin. That's just as bad. So therefore, two things are bad. The person who's not at the level paskins and the person who is at the level does not paskin, they both result in, 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 in damage to the world. Vainamora, he does not paskin. So ad kama, how long, how many years is it that a person, when he reaches the level that he should be paskin, aloha? So ad arbaim shnin, 40 years. The makhluk is Rashi in Taisis, I believe it's in Rosh Hashanah, it's in a number of places, but the makhluk is like this, what does it mean? So in Avodah it does it mean that he reaches the age of 40, or he's been studying for 40 years. That's a machlok is what it means. But anyway, that's the right age to start passing the halachas. I'm going to ask the question. We know Rabba died at the age of 40. And he used to pass in halacha. So how can you tell me that you have to be a 40 or have studied 40 years? He was passing from a much younger age, obviously. So how Rabba, did he not pass in Aloha? Again, the word says Bishavi. Now what the Shavi means over here, it's a big Tysus over here, but Raji seems to learn two shot, but the one shot Raji says is that if you're living in a city, even though you are not the age that's appropriate, let's go with the age of 40, you're not the age of 40 yet, but you're just as big a Talmud Chacham as the biggest Talmud Chacham in the city, so then you have a right to pass in even if what? You have not reached the age of 40. Obviously, you have to have the ability to do it, which Robert did, but that's why he's the Paskin even before the age of 40 or even before he learned 40 for 40 years. So the Girsa we have in the Gemara is Rabba. They, uh, in, in Avodah the Gemara has the Girsa of Rabba. Alright. Right. Rabba Nabaya, that's correct. Now, Tana Rabba, we learned in a Brisa. 
Shiva Prushin Hain. The word Prushin generally is a positive connotation. Prushin are the people in Yerushalayim, the ones that are the Prushin, they're the ones that are the Talmudian from the Gro. It means that they Purush, they separate themselves from, from things that are, are not appropriate. Uh, what's that? Uh, from in, in this world. But here it's talking about they're people that are deceivers. They look like they're holy, and they look like they're, but really, these are not good people. So there's seven categories of them. What exactly the different specifics of each category is, something that maybe you could think work on, but not, not during the Dapyomi. Tanabana Shiva Prushin Hey. Parashikmi. Those who separate like the people of Shechem. And we're going to see what the people of Shechem is, they, they look like tzaddikim, they're willing to undergo circumcision. But the only reason they're willing to do circumcision, because they knew that that's how they could marry Jewish women. So therefore, so it looks like they're righteous on the outside, they're walking around circumcised, but it's not for the right reason. So therefore, that's considered, so that's a, those are one category of, of, of people that are deceivers, which is not good. Parish Nakvi, we'll see all of these, we'll go through each one of them. Parish Nakvi, Parish Kazoi, Parish Meduchia, Parish Machavasi, the person who's parish by saying, Machavasi, what is my obligations in this world? The S and I will do it. Parish Ma'ava, Parish Meira, those who separate because of love, and those who separate because of uh, of fear. And we'll see exactly what each one of these categories are. Let's start with the first one. Parashik means somebody who does the acts of Shechem. That means on the outside he looks like he's a righteous person, he's a Prismila, but he's doing it only for his self-indulgence and gratification. That person is not a category of person that you want to be associated with. Parash Nakvi. Let's see. I'm just wondering over here, I haven't seen anyone say it. Maybe the word parish over here means is that you need to separate from them. Yeah, I'm not, I, I don't know, I don't, uh, but uh, that, that could be uh, maybe one of the ways of understanding this. Anyway, but alright, let's go. Parash Nakvi, what does it mean? Zehamet, mankip ezraglav. A person continues to stubs his toes. You have a person that wants to show how righteous he is, so you know that taking steps and uh, fit steps is like, and just don't take too large steps because it's a sign of arrogance. It's a sign of God. So this one shuffles his feet. You know, an alta, an alta yid, he doesn't, he doesn't lift his feet when he walks. He shuffles his feet to show how, how much of an unav he is. How, uh, so, and, and because of that, he keeps stubbing his feet and stubbing his toes. So that's also, he's deceiving people because that's not who he really is. That's also a category of people you want nothing to do with. Parish Kizoi, what are the Parish Kizoi? Kizoi is blood letters. So what does it mean? This guy's covered in, in wounds. Why is he covered in wounds? He wants, he doesn't, he doesn't want to look where he, look, look up. Yeah, because he doesn't want to see women. Alright? So he like, so he keeps bumping into things and creating wounds. So that's what's called, but again, it's, 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 it's a uh, deception. That's not the level of who he is. So therefore, again, stay away from these people. Amrav Nachmar make his dam solim. He, he, bloodlets on the walls because he keeps bumping against the walls. Parish Meduchyam. What is Parish Meduchyam? Meduchyam is, what's it called? A pestle. A pestle was a, a piece of wood that they used to crush the herbs and crush things with, but on the top it was bent over. So this is a guy that walks with his head completely bent over like a pestle. Again, 
giving a fa- false image of who the person actually is. Amr Abshila, the mashba kimaduchya, that he's bent over like a pestle. Parush machabasi, Vesena, the person goes around saying, tell me what my obligations are and I will do it. Isn't that a good thing? That's the similar. Masilis Yisharim starts off that way. What is my obligation? You have to understand, what is your obligation? Why is this a bad guy? So Ella, no, we're missing a word here. Tell me, what is it that I haven't done? I've done everything. Somebody goes around saying, I've done everything. What else is there to do? I've done... That's the person that you have to separate yourself from. That's so much a person that he, uh, he separates from sin because of his love of reward or his fear of sin. Now that's a very, very low level. You're not supposed to do things specifically because of you want to get the reward, right? That's not the way a person is supposed to function, right? A person also not supposed to not do the Averis only because he's concerned about the punishment. So therefore, that's considered to also be seven categories of people that are to be uh, banished or, or, or not, you not, not want to be around. But on that, the reciter of these brises, of this brisa, who included that, 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 that category of Parash Ma'av and Parash Me'ira, he said, don't include that one. Don't include in the list. Can't say that they're as bad as the other ones. Why? That to do mitzvahs, it's, it motivates you initially to do it. Right? If you have to have the candy man to get the kids to come to shul, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Why? Because So don't include that in a category of like the ones who destroy the world, the ones that are so bad. So don't include that last one. You have to understand why shichmi wouldn't be the same kind of thing. But I guess there it's like mamish with self-indulgence. That's not, some, that's not going to lead to, uh, you know, you have to know what the motivation is, not necessarily always is it can be said, oh, that's great, but it'll lead to something positive. Anyway, Amrav Nachbar Yitzchak, the Mematmera Matmera, those things that are hidden, means we don't know, we can't tell is a person's motivation the right motivation or not. So what is hidden is hidden. The Megali Megali, what's clear, I mean, those things that are external and those things that we can clearly tell what the person, why the person's doing it, so we can tell. Certain things we can see, we ask the person's behavior, but we can't really tell what's going on in the person's mind. But don't worry about it. Beidina Rabba, the great Beisdin, La'asid Lavo, right? We're going to see what's in the person's mind. And that, that's when it's going to be revealed what really what is in a person's mind. So Litzpara Mahani will take, uh, will, will pay, will, will punish those the Chafu Gundi that had wrapped themselves up in tzitzis. Meaning there's an expression in Yiddish, uh, Tzadik Impels. Have you ever heard Tzadik Impels? Mm-hmm. It means a guy, he, he wraps himself up in his tzitzis, he looks like a Tzadik, but he's, he's really not a Tzadik. That's what this is about. The those who wrap themselves up in their tzitzis, but really are not at, uh, they're, they're deceiving people as to the level they are, they're gonna get their do, uh, their comeuppance, the acid level. Amrullah Yana Malka Ladebisa. Yana Malka was an interesting fellow. He was one of the uh, main kings of the Hashmonoi dynasty, and he took on himself, he was the Kohen Gadol and the Melech. He took on both roles. And was so, what's that? Very much so, yes. And the Sov Yomav, not only that, at the end of these days, he became a Tzaduki. He became a tzaduki, Yanai. This became a tzaduki. So on his deathbed, his wife came to him and says, you know, I'm afraid the Prussian that you turned your back on them, they're going to punish my, uh, uh, the, the family. 
You, when you're alive, you're protecting us, but when you die, they're going to take it out on our family. So he said to him, Those who are really Prushim, the real Talmud Echachamim, they're not going to punish you because of me. Don't, you don't have to worry about those. Below me, Misha and Prushim. And for the Tzedukim, you for sure don't have to worry because that's, those are my buddies. That's who I aligned myself with. They're not going to do anything bad to you either. Who do you have to worry with? Famous Gemara. Eliminat Tzavuim. Tzavuim literally means those who are colorful on the outside. But it means those that look like Shadomin Leprushim on the outside. They look like Leprushim. But Shemaasem Shemaasem Zimri. Their actions are like the actions of Zimri. Meaning they, they look like they're Prushim, but they don't act like they're Prushim. They act like Zimri. Zimri is the one that... Uh, he was the one who was involved with the... Uh with the, with the, uh, the, the Midianite woman, right? They do the actions of famous, they do the actions of Zimri, but they want the reward of, of Pinchas, right? So therefore, that's who you have to worry, the fakers. That's who you have to worry about. You don't have to worry about the real Purushim, you don't have to worry about. The Tzedukim, you don't have to worry about. The ones you have to be careful about are the fakers, the ones that look like Purushim, but they aren't really Purushim, they almost stop a